Hello everyone, this is your host Stan. Welcome to Stanley Broadcasting. We have a person in studio that is going to talk to us about Roswell, New Mexico in 1947 at the time of the crash. Our guest hails from the trailer parks of Roswell, New Mexico and he is in studios with us to tell us exactly what happened that day in Roswell, New Mexico in July 1947. Cletus, what exactly happened that day in Roswell, New Mexico? I was washing my Jeep, you know. Something shot across the sky. I've seen bullets leave my shotgun slower than this thing was traveling. Then it crashed into the desert, sending a mushroom cloud of sand into the air, at least 500 feet up or so. Looked like an atomic bomb or something. Little bits of spot fire scattered across the desert like stars in the, in the sky. In a crisp October night, sparks flew all over as if it was the 4th of July fireworks show that happened in downtown Roswell earlier that month. Was there a specific time that the military showed up, or did you have to call the authorities yourself? I reckon I don't know. There was a sandstorm from the southeast with a noise of a hundred thousand horses approaching fast. It was the Air Force, I guess. They had tails like scorpions. Those flying machines don't look friendly. Cletus, when you say these things had scorpion tails on the back ends of the... Don't you mean helicopters that the Air Force was using at that time? I reckon so, they're called helicopters, is that the right word? Cletus, yes, the helicopter is the right word for the machinery that you are seeing at that time. But I personally want to know, as well as my listeners at home, how you felt at that time. Did you feel scared, or did you keep calm in this case? Well, Stan... That's a very good question. As I witnessed the sight, I felt as if I was the middle in the middle of a movie that had gone terribly wrong. My stomach turned as if it was a cement mixer was inside of me instead of my stomach, I reckon. I was scared as a little bunny rabbit. So what did you do after the military showed up? to the crash site as i got closer to the crash site it felt as if i was entering the center of hell so cletus could you explain to our listeners what you think middle of hell would be like the smell of rotten eggs filled the air as well as burned flesh it smelled like my ex-wife's cooking you know now know why i'm not with her no more the food tried to kill me a couple of times, I reckon. 
<laughs> I feel your pain, Cletus. Now it's time to take a station break. Take care of some commercials, and we'll be right back with Cletus, who claims to have been at the Roswell at the time of the crash. You are listening to the Stanley Broadcasting. This is Stan, the host of the show, and I want to tell you how you can get a hold of us. We are on Facebook at Stanley Broadcasting, and also we have a couple of other platforms that are up and going right now, and that's Spotify and RadioPublic.com, Anchor.fm, that's our original platform I am broadcasting from and pocket casts and we'll keep you updated as soon as we get more of them available and that is that enjoy the rest of the show Cletus in the studios. Hey, Cletus, get out of the refrigerator. There is no beer in there. How many times have I told you that there is absolutely no beer in that mini fridge? That's only for Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Made some tea. All right, get your head out of there. All right, get back to what we're actually supposed to be doing besides drinking. On, yes, He's supposed to be talking about Roswell, New Mexico. Hello, Cletus. Are you still with us? I reckon I am. But quite frankly, my mouth is so dry I'm spitting cotton. I frankly like the trailer park life. Nice and slow, beautiful sunrises and beautiful sunsets. Drinking beer on the couch and on the front lawn, I reckon. I call it home. That's what I... I always should be content with what we have, don't you think? So true, Cletus. I was wanting to know, and my listeners there at home and at work, what exactly went on out there, and what was it like being almost at ground zero, and what was the atmosphere and the environment like must have been pretty exhilarating and pretty bad at the same time well i reckon that i was driving my jeep at this time towards the crash but i stopped the jeep about two thousand feet from the crash or so i don't really know exactly the numbers not good at those sort of things i reckon but i started to cry 
not because of the crash, but the smoke was so heavy and, and it burned my eyes, sort of like a bug bomb or something like that. So, what happened after that? Well, Stan, gotta be honest, I was sneezing my head off due to the smell and just pure irritants of the crash smoke. Uh, after that, I got back in my Jeep to continue on. The helicopters flew right overhead, covering me in sand. They looked as if they were angry flying scorpions, just looking to sting something or someone if it didn't go their way. They had 50 caliber machine guns mounted on both sides of the helicopter trained on the crash site. It was like my ex-wife all over again. Me if I came home late from the bar. <laughs> I think I know what you mean about that. The wife does not like it that much. I only did that once. Please continue, Cletus. As I came closer to the crash site, the object was rather weird looking in shape. Looks surreal as if the whole thing was a bad dream. And I am just waiting to wake up from it. I don't know if I had too much to drink or if this was real. The Germans in the early 1930s to 1940s had a flying saucer project. But it had been scrapped as useless technology and went on to attempting to make genetically enhanced humans. Is that right? I'll be damned. I didn't know that. Well, at this point, I couldn't make heads or tails out of the whole thing. Because nothing about this made any sense to me. A weird light inside what appeared to be coming from the top end of the saucer. Then I saw something that chilled me to the depths of my very soul. Something moved inside the saucer. Oh, wow. That's extraordinary. Do you think what you saw in the saucer was extraterrestrial or human? I couldn't tell you what it was. I was too far away to get a good look at it. Wow, Cletus, I really wish that you actually saw what was inside there. Our listeners would have loved to hear about it. But this is all the time we have, and I'll see you back in here tomorrow. Same place, same time. And all you listeners out there, I thank you for listening and giving a little bit of your day to a show that is barely getting started. And I appreciate your listening to this broadcast. Thank you, and good night from everybody here at Stanley Broadcasting. Good night. <laughs>